in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM. With me today, I have... Bentley Michaels is Raffirian Nightmeadow. And Milo is Ball. And last we left our adventurers, three of them traveled down into a underground crypt. Meanwhile, back at the robot encampment, the adventure begins. All right. So while they are your 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 compatriots are oh, are out in the desert tracking down the little skeleton that got away, uh, you two are staying in camp. Um, breakfast has been served. The sun's coming out. It's a little warm. Uh, the desert's hot as usual. Uh, you spoke with Julia a little bit ago, and do you see her performing different? tasks kind of near the robot taking notes down um casting you know simple simple spells to change things on some of the runes on the robot uh but what are you two doing and trying to think just the cast of characters we have we've got the we've got the soldiers the encampment here you've got gallandale you've got crag um sasha and gordon you've got the prisoners uh locked down Gordon's keeping a keen eye on the ones that are left. You know, he's he's feeling a little uh, embarrassed. What would you say? Embarrassed. Yeah, that one of them got away. All right. I'm just kind of taking a look at the uh, big robot and the bouncing rock, and I'm kind of thinking, you know, what if we took that big rock off? Would it maybe power or charge Julia? Julia, I go over to her. Yes, what, 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 what? I was just uh, kind of thinking, uh, you notice how the rock gets pushed up and it seems to be powered by the machine, right? Yes, yes, it goes, the machine, the central casing of it emits some sort of force that allows it to go up and then it falls back down once that force has been depleted. Have you attempted to remove the rock to see if maybe it would charge itself and maybe, I don't know, come back to us? It's a big rock. Um, It doesn't seem to be going anywhere, so I'm just leaving it as it is. You'd like to try. I was was thinking uh, we could take some of the soil around, and I pull out my dagger, and I start moving some of the soil to kind of start creating like a ramp that kind of goes near uh, the robot yeah. and uh, kind of towards the uh, rock. So it kind of has like a place to potentially fall and move down. And you can kind of see what I'm doing here. Um, I don't know if you have the ability to to maybe pull that rock. I've got, I've got a spell that I can cast that can pull large things. Uh... Well, I mean, it sounds this like you've got work. everything you need. Then I will, 
maintain a distance and uh, do what I'm doing. Well, in case this thing is not exactly friendly, if it does come back, uh, maybe we should inform the soldiers to maybe make a perimeter. And uh, if it does try anything silly, we'll be prepared. What might not be friendly? This giant machine? This giant robot, yes. Uh, Mr. Ball, I'm, I'm sure you have a variety of emotions inside of you. This thing? Not a one. Well, you never really know. She, she just kind of nods a little bit and goes, goes back to her work. She's not going to inform the the guards for, uh, about anything. She she's going to do kind of just go. She just go, goes about the work she's doing, giving a glance ever so often, and the guards don't seem very ready to make any sort of perimeter. I'll go ahead and call for Riff and uh, what is his name? The uh, Wolf's guy, Crag, uh, Crag. Uh, guys, you might want to come over here. I'm going to try something. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what's what's going on? You need you needed me. I'm gonna pull that big rock off. You see this little ramp I've got? I'm gonna try to pull it onto that ramp and and so it rolls gently over there into that clearing, that open space. And I'm not exactly sure what this machine will do when I allow it to use its own power. Uh, that sounds like a stupid idea. I'm going to go back to doing what I was doing because I was like kind of like following Julia around, not saying anything and just like peeking over her shoulders, looking at the glyphs because I know she gave me that one or whatever. Uh, she where she's kind like, of corrected some Yeah, she's like that, that one was upside down. Yeah. So I've been I trying, would say it is hard to peek over her shoulder. Or like, and, well, you know. look around her thigh or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm... But I'm, yeah, you can see that you can see what she's doing, at least with the cantrips and stuff that she's doing on the... Yeah. Uh, I kind of just want to like... Itself. Well, shadow yeah. her is the best thing, yeah. only thing I fucking think of. But you know, like, but keep my distance because I want to let her work or whatever. But trying to like figure out what she's doing, I have no interest okay. in the the rock thing. Building gotcha. sandcastle ramps with with Mr. Ball. I, I yeah. just love uh, halfling visibility stuff, like <laughs> visibility issues where you have to like look around their thigh instead yeah. of over their shoulder. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to build that ramp, and yeah, so yeah, you take uh, I'm a, going to take a few minutes to get the sand and stuff so it's piled up next to the the robot, kind of where where it is, and so it'll if it does land on this ramp, it'll go out into the open desert versus any sort of tents or anything. Easy enough to do. <laughs> and then I will it go flies ahead up and over use the hill and crushes our party returning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We got See, him! I, I specifically planned to not crush anybody. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, easy, easy enough. Um, yeah, my uh, dagger also has lightning lure, which doesn't have any size thing. I just pull something oh, 10 feet shit. towards me. Um, so I'm going to use lightning lure on the rock. On the rock. Let me go ahead and just look up lightning lure. We just had to go look at the big rock, didn't we, Scory? I mean, now look it at it. It's coming say, right it at us. It say one creature. I don't know if the rock is a creature or not. It's like a moving thing. It's like a giant boulder. Uh, yeah, you cast lightning lure on it. Um, and it kind of cracks it a little bit. There you see like a little crack. 
nothing major. It's it's a big boulder, four or five feet across. Uh, doesn't pull it. Lightning Lord can't can't quite make the uh, the the effort on that one. Is that it? Julia does give a thumbs up as she's kind of go, goes about her work. Looks like you need to be able to uh, something a little more substantial to, to move it. And Craig's still kind of like looking at it and um, what's that supposed to happen? <laughs> we could try and push it, I guess. If we get enough guys, you know, we could just get a rope around it, maybe pull, get some horses. Uh, if you had a bigger rock that you could throw at it. <laughs> Can you make a ramp? No, that's a dumb... Can you make a ramp that goes up like 20 feet and you roll a... You gotta get a... You need to get a bigger rock up there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what I'm doing here. All right. Um, I've got another spell, uh, Catapult. Um, I can throw three objects. I'm wondering if they could have enough oomph to push this boulder onto the ramp. No, I mean, I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah. How much, uh, how much weight can you throw at it? Uh, it would be like fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds. Okay, okay. Moving at a good clip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of mathematics that lets you know what's going on with that. Uh, <laughs> a boulder that big. I do know rocks a little bit, <laughs> and that's gonna be like, like that's gonna be a couple tons. So I maybe, maybe I'm not sure. Oh man, that's a heavy boulder. Yeah. Well, I don't really want to waste a bunch of uh, my magic on this. We do have a lot of rope around. Yeah, a lot of rope. I bet you there's some pulleys or block and tackle somewhere. All right, let's you know. let's go and look for some of that kind of equipment, and see if we can maybe use the ramp to get up there and lasso this big rock all right maybe we just uh, get a couple of people to pull it go ahead and give me a persuasion check to see if you can get some of the soldiers inspired enough on this idea that they want to help if you get enough of them then you know you could get a lot of work done pretty quick right. guidance yeah do that bill pullman independence day speech that's right I, that, oh that'd get them <laughs> 13 13 all right um You're able to get four of the soldiers. They're kind of interested in in the idea. Uh, one of them's the the soldier that tried to hunt Scory last night. He seems just like he's ready to do stuff. He's kind of bored out here. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, the four of them kind of kind of come up and Crag Crag lets them know what what's going on. It's like we're just trying to get this boulder. If we can get this boulder, get you know snugged up on a, on a rope and and maybe onto the cart, we get the cart. Or well, should we just do the horses? Should we? Uh, a cart seems like a middleman. Yeah, we could we could probably just use the horses. Just maybe, the horses, okay. Well, maybe get the... using them in to to get it loud and and then have the horses pull. That should work. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah, they're gonna go ahead and and kind of start start working on that. Uh. My horse basically just Buttercup. just tie a couple of ropes to it. Tie those to two horses, and they're gonna just 
whip the horses and have them go once it kind of hits down back on the robot. Uh, is there anything? Well, my idea is to... if it's if it's in the air, I'm thinking it'll be easier to pull. So when the rock is like elevated without being attached to anything, I want to pull it then. Okay. Yeah, easy enough. Um, so yeah, they they start they start working on that. Was there anything you wanted to do? Anything else you wanted to do to change the what they got going on? You're kind um, of overseeing this. Yeah, just uh, kind of uh, secure the the ramp, uh, make sure it's stable for them to walk on, and and that it'll take the weight of the boulder and stuff. And that, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like with all the work they're doing on there, you're having to like get lots of sand. You know, it's a real shallow shallow grade to it uh just pile in the sand whenever they they do work on their Your sand um, ramp for this two-ton boulder <laughs> yeah um but yeah e- easy enough for them to do it uh they they work with stuff like this before they use a couple of you know pulleys to make it make it easier Ooh. uh and they're ready they wait it's on the it's the it's on the the chest of the thing you hear the hum from that machine and it raises up and they hit the horses. Like as this is happening, I'm like riff, riff, uh, the, 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 the mechanic or the, the, the circlet, put that on, put that on. And, and maybe, maybe if we need to control it, we can with that. What? The circlet that we got that controls the Warforge uh-huh. that you have in your pack? Yeah, right, I know what on. you're talking about. You want me to do what? Put it on, and if you can control it through that, it could be helpful. I'm going to pull out the circlet in front of these savages. I go over to Riff and reach in her back. You cannot do that. It won't open for you, that... and it actually attacks you. That's what I do. Okay. There, there are eight eyes that do kind of follow your actions as you're doing this ball. Um, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check with disadvantage to try and take something out of the bag. 19 and a 17. So let me check what my sleight of hand is real quick. It's going to be 19. 19. All right. And then Riff, I need a perception check from you uh, to counter that, to contest that. All right. And this is all happening while they kind of hit the horses to get this going. I this, thought this all happens in the in the same moment. Yeah. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, so yeah, uh, just in time, you're you are able to uh, catch ball trying to grab something out of the bag, and you just whip around and grab his arm. You know, before he's able to pull anything out. Nice. Probably with two hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, Riff, this this might be really helpful. Just get the circlet. And if the robot starts to freak out, then I will. But as of right now, you can't even move a boulder with horses yet. So. And you both kind of look over and see the horses struggling to pull on the... Uh, rock the boulder the ropes are the ropes are taut come on buttercup it's it's just kind of like it moves a couple inches and then just magnets back to its original position it's like being held there Mm. um 
but as it's as it's doing that you hear that kind of humming sound that's that's created by this and it slows down and as it falls down back towards the robot it's no longer levitating and they're able to pull it hits the ramp rolls down and crushes lodged about 10 feet away <laughs> rolls on top of the horses and you hear the uh, soldiers just all <laughs> clapping hands and Craig's like hey we got it ah, that's real fantastic oh, I knew we were going to do it he like you know shakes some guy's hands and you know hits one of the horses and not hits but, but, but gives it a nice pat you know a nice solid pat on the horse uh, and the boulder is off Monitor the robot. See if it does anything. All right. Give me a perception check. Keeping keen eyes on this robot. Six. Six. Okay. Uh, and you see, you see kind of Julia across from you, you know, just, just mildly, just kind of looks up as this happens and then continues her work. She's not, she's not faced too much by this. Um, you listen, you look. Nothing happens. There a few minutes pass. Nothing happens. The cycle that you were used to, this thud every few minutes of this rock hitting it, like a few of those cycles pass. And that humming you used to hear whenever it was kind of like holding that rock up, none of that to be found. I'm going to climb up into like it's cavity, the, the chest cavity of it and look and see what's in there. So yeah, where it was hitting is this large, uh, crystal, this large, um, semi-transparent, you know, gemstone. Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check as you take a look. Get the circlet out. You bozo. Oh. Also, Alex, I have like oh. written down a bunch of stuff. Like, I was supposed to have a meeting with Julia or something, or, or maybe or that's in the evening, right? I think at dinner or something. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what she mentioned. Okay. Um, yeah. To twelve investigation. Okay. Yeah, you're taking a look. Uh, you're peering through. Uh, you see that just outside of the surface, you can see in a couple of places. There's machinery inside that's connected to this crystal um, looks similar to uh, chain's front leg the the new machinery that was was kind of adapted uh, there um, take a look at that uh, you you notice a large uh, crack that's been forming as this rock keeps hitting into the chest here and you see that it's, it's just you know from the bottom left to the top right this massive crack that's been been you know almost touching the edges but it's probably you know about a foot from from either side at this point uh not fully cracked not fully broken this stone well um, this works on a lot of other things and i'll pull out the silvery liquid and pour it on the crystal as as you're kind of doing that julia pipes up and asks what are you doing He's doing science, Julia. Watch this. All right. You continue yeah. to pour it on the crystal, yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, you see it kind of pools on that crack and, and overfills. And, you know, it puddles. It's got this, this you know, kind of 
metallic-y surface tension to it. And as it pools there, it slowly diminishes as it kind of travels into that crack. And you see inside of it, uh, some of the machinery kind of moves back and forth, kind of pumping. And so somewhere else, this it, a couple of things just kind of light up inside. And uh, it, it absorbs the entirety of the, of the liquid. How much are you adding to it? Uh, well, shit. I've, I filled up my alchemy jug uh, with that stuff. Uh, if I see it begin soaking it up, I'm just going to keep on pouring that whole Carlo Rossi-sized jug into All it. All right. And how much was the Carlo Rossi? Four liters. Four liters. Okay. So... I love that we have that as a size reference. Four. I Googled it last time you... I, I Googled right, it. Right, right. And I was like, how big is a Carlo Rossi jug? And that's yeah. what it said. And yeah, no, when we, when we did that, I, I was like, okay, so that's how much... Like, I, I was kind of coming up with, with kind of volume rules at, at that point, so... Uh, four liters. That's uh, that, that's a bit uh, for a lot of things. Um, this is a pretty big mainly Carlo piece of Rossi. machinery. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, so yeah, you see, you see, uh, the you're you're pouring this into it, and um, as you're doing that, I need you to make an athletics check. Oh, awesome! This is a contest. Also, I like that's a natural one. Hey. Okay. Okay. Three. <laughs> Three. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, you're you're pouring this in. You get you get half of it in there. Two liters of this, uh, and a mage hand grabs the bottle and kind of like tilts it up so that it's not pouring anymore. It's not able to disarm you. It's not able to take it away from you, but but you're still holding on to it and it's just kind of like pivoted up and it's not pouring and Julie is just scrambling up the top of this thing and says stop it stop it what are you doing no no this is ball stop please this this is science this is we're, we're gonna find out what makes this thing tick right that's what uh, we're here yeah, for but you don't know what it's gonna do do you um and it's going to do bad things I am absolutely sure of that um why are you so and she starts kind of like that. scrambling, pulling pulling out her spell book and, and like flipping through some pages. Um, okay, hold on. Um, and she casts a spell. Oh, and you see it. Keep a pouring massive the jug. hand. <laughs> <laughs> you keep pouring the jug, and she just says, "Shit!" You see a massive hand grabs that boulder. Like a massive, you know, not the not a mage hand, but like a five foot wide hand grabs the boulder and pulls it over to like one of the arms and puts it on there to kind of pin it in place. Uh, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. She's gonna make one as well. Riff, where are you during this? I would have been rolling like garbage. <laughs> yeah, except for when you try to take my backpack. Um. I would have been wherever Julia was, like if she was like down. I I kind of envisioned us like down by the leg, knee joint, or maybe we were up by yeah, on the was, other she side. She was around there, um, and then she kind of jumped up on top of it. Yeah. Uh, it, are you staying down? Yeah, like road? I'm. Okay. I'm, I'm look Riff under while Riff is very badass, and she will run into a lot of stuff with a giant robot and things that are like. 10 times bigger than her, she knows not to probably like go up onto stuff <laughs> that might be coming <laughs> alive. However, 
she is uh she is maybe slowly lurking towards pulling out that fucking <laughs> circle it now. She's like, eh, maybe it wasn't such a bad idea now that she kind of sees some surges yeah, you've of life. The backpack in front and you've got like both arms in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going through, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through. Um, yeah, that's okay. That, so yeah, that's you're, so funny. you're that's down exactly near how the knees. Assume that she did it where she go like whoop and then like go through it and then yeah. like flip it back around. So it's just the hands that kind of hold onto her. Uh, but right. also like to see Julia's reaction to it and Julia is someone that she respects uh, a lot, you know, um, just in the short time that she's uh, known her, uh, especially because of the glyph thing. If she sees Julia freaking out, she's like, well, you know, now Mr. Ball Science may have some uh, some validity to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, you Riff, you're down uh, next to the knees on the on the ground. Uh, Ball, what was the saving throw? The Seven. saving throw. Seven. Okay. And uh, Julia made one as well. Uh, this thing shifts underneath you. Uh, Ball, you fall off prone. It's not very high. You don't take any damage. Uh, Julia kind of hangs on and moves her hand during this um, over the upper chest. And the hand just starts pushing down on it. And she just, like, looks at you and just stares daggers and says, Okay, this thing's coming alive now. <laughs> What's your plan? Mine is to keep it down. Uh, and what do you do? Uh, stand up and uh, riff the circlet, maybe? Eh. I'm, yeah, I'm already filing through it. I'll, I'll have it in my hands if I can. Okay, uh, and then I so yeah, you, you kind of grab around. hold of the circlet. You get that sense from it, uh, that spirit that's trapped inside of it. You put it on. Yeah, I'll put it okay. on and then bring my hood, my Omen Bringer's hood, like back up over it. Because I, I want to try to do it as stealthily as possible. Because I, I mean, I'm assuming that everyone's kind of watching, like Julia freak out and the robot come alive. But I don't necessarily want them to know what I'm doing. Okay, then give me a sleight of hand check as you do this. Yeah. You're trying to keep it you keep it stealthy. Ooh, 14 plus 3, 17. 17. Okay. Yeah, you think uh, you do it pretty quickly. Pretty stealthy. Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw as you put that circle on. You got it. Wisdom is my... Well, no, I'm not good at it. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, 14 plus 1, 15. 15. Okay. Uh... Yeah, you put this circlet on and you get this this flood of sensations. Uh, immediately smells smell more intense and you're able to see uh, what's in front of you a lot clearer, but what's like 20 feet away, not very much. You've got this kind of tunnel vision and you just hear this odd kind of cackling in the back of your mind. The hyena spirit is now partially in control of what you are doing. Oh, awesome. I mean, I don't know how it'll turn out for the game, but I think that's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the Glory hyena... would definitely be interested. What's that? Glory would definitely be interested. Yeah. Um, so, with that, uh, I would like you to try and attack one of the soldiers. Okay. So, with yeah, my there's, checks? there's the... Crag and the you know four soldiers that were helping are about thirty feet away, um, kind of over the robot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. 
Am I uh, just like with my chucks? Whatever you think uh, a hyena-induced uh, riff might do. Uh, sure. You basically what what it what's happening is you look around you mm-hmm. and you see these soldiers, and that inspires an intense just hatred an intense oh. just madness and rage gotcha uh towards them i would say crag not specifically the soldiers specifically uh the ones that we captured and shit no the ones that helped pull this off the Usama oh gotcha okay sure i'll do double chucks then uh i would assume okay. that would probably be my mo uh, oh fuck not good riff is fighting back which i'm happy about i've got a a two plus six and then uh this one actually probably hits uh, a 10 plus six so i've got a, a an eight and a 16 okay. yeah the 16 will hit okay uh what do you six plus three so seven points of bludgeoning chuck damage i hit him with the old the old knot Oh, man. Now I have a reference point for how my chucks feel when that knotted wood hit me in the knee just the other day. Oh, there you go. Oh, these chucks, they hurt Uh, so bad. uh, Okay, so Julia's continuing doing what she's doing. Ball, what are you doing? Uh, I didn't really think that far ahead. Uh, (laughs) No. Let's build a sand What you're seeing is... Activated giant robot. Puts this circlet on. You see, you see this, this kind of hyena spirit kind of just, I guess what it is, evaporated off before. And so it just kind of comes down like a, like a cloak and inhabits Riff as she puts the circlet on. You see Julia on top of this thing, just pushing the, the creature down, this, this massive mech down. Uh, It seems with the rock and what she's doing, she can keep it on the ground, but that's it. Ball. You see Riff uh, going over and attacking the soldiers. You see Julia trying to keep the um, this giant mech down so it's not getting up. Uh, what are you doing? Is it like actively trying to like stand oh, yeah. and move? Yeah, you you see it kind of moving and it's it's jerky a bit. Um, probably the biggest concern is the left arm is like coming up. It's like in the process of moving upward. It's, you know, reaching for the sky. It's at least halfway in that direction. Do I get a threatening feeling from it? Give me an insight check. And I would say you most most people would do this at disadvantage, but this is a giant, you know, machine thing. So why not? Regular. <laughs> Plus zero, so 12. 12. Uh, it's tough to say. Um, doesn't have a face, so there's no facial cues to read. Uh, it oh, looks I'm like... I'm a Warforge. It's a robot. I wouldn't have to read its face. I mean, that's where, that's where you know, that's where all the s- small uh, indications of inner uh, thought lie, is in the face. Uh, it's a mystical thing, the face. Um, but yeah, hard to read. Looks like it's reaching towards the sky in an act of, uh, you know, simply being energized. It's been moving for all of about 12 seconds. Uh, I'm just going to say to everyone, all right, let's see what it does. Don't attack it. Riff, if you can get a control of yourself, do that. We just need to give it a moment. 
Do I hear and right. understand him, or am I just over there chucking people? Yeah, you 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 hear it for sure. Um, you hear you hear Ball say that. Uh, the rest of the soldiers kind of scramble. They're trying to get themselves situated to do anything at this point, um, but they're not able to really make any sort of actions uh, yet. Your crew, uh, which is Gallandale, Sasha, Gordon, and the prisoners, are keeping to your carts and keeping them safe. They're staying out of it. Crag is just looking confused at uh, Rhyferian. Um, just don't know why you're attacking soldiers. Crag's like, what? I, what what's going on? Uh, Julia uh, yells out, um, ropes, ropes, anything heavy, strap this thing down. Uh, Riff, go ahead and give me another wisdom saving throw. You're kind of trying to wrap control of your own mind while this circlet is on your head. Yeah. uh, Does she get anything from me kind of? trying to help her. Okay. Did you want to take the help out action? That was my intent. Yeah. Okay. Then yes. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and get uh, to, you, you get advantage on that. Okay. So far we're at an 18. Okay. And we're sticking to an 18. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You, you kind of snap out of it. You push that uh, spirit away and are able to kind of gain control of your own mind. Uh, with this circlet on, what do you want to do? Against my better judgment, I'm going to keep it on because okay. I do like recognize that the thing is, you know, coming alive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust anyone else, especially not my teammate right now, after he tried to get into my business uh, to have the circlet. That's the same reason why I put it in the bag in the first place. Um, I am going to help that guy up. Uh, I'm going to say that I hit him right in the kneecap. I'm like, I'm so so sorry. I'm so sorry. This, yeah, yeah. You're you're able to to uh, yeah quickly kind of get get him up and and at least uh, stave off any sort of retaliation. Cool, cool. I'll like you know. I was like, like we're teammates. I owe you some of my my rations later. All right. And then uh, he he, he kind of looks down at you and says, "All right, don't worry about it. I I tried to I tried to hunt your friend last night. We'll call it even." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, but that was hilarious." Um. So, all right, cool. So now I'm I can kind of see it. Can I? Um. I'm going to try to like I don't know how I would do this, but this is just my uh, riff's thought process. Is like I see it coming alive, and I go, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to try to like focus in on it and and be like. Lay down and relax. Yeah, so you you kind of hold up your hand. You're able to use telepathy. You know, you've you've always had a, an innate ability for that. Yeah. And you think towards this thing, and it, there's nothing there to think towards. Darn it. Uh, there's no mind. There's no spirit. There is nothing to communicate with, uh, either with this circlet or your own telepathy. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, then I would like to... Uh... Uh, take it off and put it back in my bag if that's possible. Yeah, yeah, you're able to kind of take it off. Uh, it it resists it. It wants to be on your head, mm-hmm. but because you made the save, you're able to remove it and place it back in the bag. Okay, that'll be your bonus action to do that. Okay, and then uh, can I just do a little little speak? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I'll I'll shout out to I'll shout out to Mister Ball. I'm like, there's nothing there to connect with the circlet, so. 
whatever you're going to have to do, I we may have to just hold this thing down until it runs out of juice from your jug. And that's it. I mean, like, that's, okay. that's all I would know right now is in character or whatever. So, Sure. Easy enough. Um, yeah, you're standing over by the uh, soldiers where the... Uh, uh, on the, the kind of right side of this this creature, this giant mech uh, ball, looking around, what do you want to do? For now, I'm just going to hold. Steady. If it does make any kind of like threatening action, though, mm-hmm. I can't do that because I don't want to burn the spell slot. Steady. Just going to steady. Just going to just going to hold <laughs> and, and and wait and see. Uh, reiterate to everybody. Oh, just give it a moment. Maybe it's okay. Let's wait and see. Don't tie it down or anything. It's not going to be good. No one likes to be... Oh, no one likes to be tied down. Give me a persuasion check as you kind of <laughs> uh, say this to some of the, sol- some of the soldiers that are, are grabbing heaps and heaps of rope. 19. 19? Okay. Uh, yeah, you're you're pretty persuasive. They're they're looking at you and looking at Julia. Julia's the one in charge, but you're a robot man. Uh, 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 they're not sure what to do. Uh, they're 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 on the fence about it. Um, this giant machine, though, kind of reaches its hand up to the uh, sky, fully extends it. You oh. see, it's trying to move its other hand uh, from underneath the boulder, and it goes and just slams its left arm onto the boulder. And begins picking it up. Oh shit! Uh, you see this happen, and it kind of goes across the chest and knocks Julia down. Oh, uh, she's no. prone on top of the the mech now. Um, the soldiers, they all kind of they make a half circle around this thing. They have their rope, and they've got they're like kind of ready to throw it, but they're not sure what to do, and so they're just waiting. We gotta get that god damn, we gotta get that rock back on there. The rock right now is on the right arm holding it down and yeah. it's trying to pull it off of there. Yeah, uh no, no, I guess that's the best. At least then it's kind Julia, of like more hammered anchored down, I suppose. Yeah, Julia is uh prone on this thing. Um she loses concentration on her spell damn. uh and is no longer pressing down with that natural one. Damn. Um, and just says, shit. And you see her blink away. She teleports away. She's very good at that, and she's in a bad situation, uh, and she escapes it. Riff, after seeing that, what do you do? We call that the Scory Telbrun in our group. Um, That's right. <laughs> uh, gosh, I mean, there's not really a lot that I can do because like there's nothing there in the brain there's nothing there in the you know like there's there's no emotional so it's not like I can communicate and it's not like chucks are going to do much against this thing because what did you say it was like 60 feet or something like that tall yeah if it were to stand yeah this thing's massive yeah um and the the liquid that I have in the flask the the, the silver flask that filled with the multicolored liquid is that um mm-hmm. is that the same stuff that was in his Carlo Rossi jug? Uh remind me where you got it from. I got it I from the tower. I believe it is. The tower. Where specifically was it that last fight that you did the uh with the kind of heart of the uh 
tower, the one that ended up making it rain. I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, it was either that or it was the water from the 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 scene pool upstairs with the when we were talking with the skull or something. Okay. It was one of those. Okay. We'll, we'll say yeah. It is that same silver, pink, and green okay. liquid. Yeah, that's what I have it written down as. It's like the multiple colors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the the other big one was the the like, kind of like electric blue liquid that started filling up outside the tower. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think we all picked up water skins full of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I definitely. I think have you've that got a whole. Well. Uh, barrel of that even yeah we do oh gosh mr ball fucker um yeah i'm going to uh i guess i'm just gonna go over and uh to like where our guards are you know gallandale all those guys our carts and stuff and and check in with them and and because like i was like if because if we need to get out of here I want to. I want to get out of here. Like, did they? Because you yeah, said because yeah. we have three horses. Because we have three carts. Um, so you you've got three carts. Um, one the prisoners have, one that you have, and the one that you brought. Uh, two of your horses, three of your horses are gone uh, on the search. Mm. So you've got one and a half carts ready to go. Okay. Um, I would. I would say it's probably the the cart that you have has one horse. The okay. cart with the prisoners has two horses. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have given up Buttercup. Um, yeah. And uh, you you, you kind of race over there with Crag. Crag was over with you, uh, and he's just like as you're as you're running over there, he's just like, "Hey, wh- what's going on? What's the, what's the plan?" Uh, I oh, you're uh, I got possessed by that spirit real quick, but I'm back. It's all good. And here's the deal, um, Mr. Ball, kind of like. He kind of did like what the crazy scientist did, like back in town or whatever. Or were you with us? I forget. But he basically just charged this this huge mech thing. It's gonna come. Whatever. Alive. What are we doing about it? I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm trying to. Think. I'm gonna get the cart ready. Okay, you and get so the cart you ready. See, Craig start start kind of getting get the, the cart ready. Like, and then if you can go grab our other two horses that are like that were attached to the pulling the the rock or whatever, that would be awesome. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see, Craig. Yeah, he starts getting getting everything uh, set up to to start heading out. Um, and the, the uh, part that you had found that you took over, Riff, uh, that one's a little quicker. Um, the one horse he he kind of yells over, says it should do just fine if you're trying to escape with it, um, and then tells Gordon and Sasha to get ready, get them ready to leave as well. Do we see where, or do I see at least uh, where Julia? Like, did she reappear like near the tent or anything? Or give me a perception check. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely need glasses. Can't read that far away. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Pretty good. Uh, you you know quickly survey uh, the scene. Uh, you see over where her tent is. Uh, the door flap is kind of blowing in the wind as it's been recently opened. I will make my way over there. Okay, so you get it, you you head over to your your carts. You start getting them ready, and then pivot and start going over that direction. Ball, what are you doing uh, in this chaos? I'm going to call to chain. Um, to well, chain and crag, I guess. Uh, get that barrel of the rain and bring it over here. Maybe it 
can help heal whatever's wrong with this thing. Mm. You see, you see, kind of crag in the distance, or, you know, strapping things onto horses and pulling things tight, and he just gives you like a big thumbs up, and then back down to his work. I send uh, Jane over there to help him as he's doing that, and and yeah, uh, Chain uh, rolls on over, um, is able to get over there and and helps when they. And can. can I just talk to the robot? Yeah, you can say some words if you want. Uh, or I, you, you don't notice any ears, I would say. Um, its head is gone. So what I would do. Okay. All right, robot. Um, you need to calm down. Uh, relax a little bit. Uh, we're not here to hurt you. We're just here to study you and find out what makes you tick. Not hurt you in any way. Just chill out. All right. Yeah, you say that. Uh, it in response is going to grab that boulder and it just chucks it. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it goes. Uh, it just takes it off its arm, chucks it off to the, to the left, uh, over the tent, over the hills, lands a few hundred feet away and in this just kind of cloud of sand and dust that goes up over the hills. Yeah. Uh, its other arm is able to move now too, and it just kind of pushes down on its right hand side like it's trying to lift itself up now. Oh, no. And the left hand is is moving as well, and now it's getting ready to potentially stand up. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, the soldiers. Uh, they lose they lose their kind of fortitude um you see half of them start throwing ropes across and the other half scatter uh crag gets the uh gets sasha and gordon ready they they were already getting stuff ready to go so their cart kind of begins turning around uh crag gets up on the uh second cart and uh uh, kind of tells Gallandale what to do as far as driving it, and he goes into the back, and they start driving it uh, towards where you are, Ball, and uh, kind of gets gets near where you are, and he's got the barrel there, you know, just ready. Uh, whenever whatever you need to have done with it, he's got the barrel there. Uh, that's oh, there's Craig. Uh, from behind you, Ball, you notice a sound of wind that's just this whoosh sound uh you look behind you and the tent uh, of julia's has just flown up into the air and is now just kind of flying away in the wind and in place of it you see julia inside of some sort of silver contraption uh that she is kind of seated in and what you see it looks like the same thing you have in one of oh, your cards that silver too thing uh except this has a huge amount of augmentations there are pipes and stuff coming out of it and uh it's it's probably about four times as big you notice it has these odd kind of front circular sections and this flat uh section on the bottom the front of it almost looks like a face and she has the thing kind of open she throws something towards you ball uh, kind of lands near your feet and she just looks at you and says put me on top of that 
and closes the lid. And you see just kind of like electric sparks and stuff inside as she's doing some amount of work with it. She's like her 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 cloak and, and robe is just off. It's just her arcano armor now. And you see like the odd like, you know, gears and stuff spinning and tightening uh, as they, they do their kind of magical effects. Uh, Riff, what do you want to do? Well, I wanted to talk to her real quick, but apparently she's uh, <laughs> she's flying in the sky now. Um, I will definitely look up and be like, oh, that's so cool. Um, man, there's not really a lot Riff can do right now. It's going to be yeah, more. There's a lot going on. You see, and, you know, everybody, there's, there's a dozen or so soldiers just trying to leave. Uh, some of them are throwing ropes on this thing. You've got carts going in different directions. Oh, man. Uh, I'll. Well, I'll run over to Mr. Ball, I suppose, because, and I'll say, once I, you know, if I, or it's like, if I can get to him within, you know, as close as I get. You're, you're get able to, to get, to, you get over to Ball easy enough. Okay. Then you kind of, you kind of like jump over one of the arms as it begins moving back mm-hmm. and like jump off of it to get. To yeah. Him. Parkour. And, yeah. um, and I'll get to him. I'm like, yeah, wear the circlet and pour the stuff in the thing. Sweet. Hey, you are you gonna fly your UFO with her? Or with her? Can you like I don't know? Did do we're stuff? just doing science right now, Riff? This is this is. It totally looks like we're about to get our asses kicked. We don't know that, right? But are you gonna get in your UFO? She's got one. I'm gonna see what this thing she threw at me is. All right, I'll investigate that then. Yeah, uh, and yeah, you you take a look at it. Uh, it is a scroll. You open it up. You kind of glance quickly, uh, and it's uh, Bigby's hand, the spell that she was using before, uh, that just operates a hand that can do things. And and it, it, it's up to you, Ball, what you want to do. Do you know how to do that? Yeah, I'm gonna read that shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, this spell easy enough. You are able to cast it. And a the the hand appears. I mean, it's in the cart. All you gotta do is get in. <laughs> um. So we'll say with with this turn, you are able to summon it and grab uh, the thing Julia is in. You're able to do at least that much. Uh, you'll have to wait until next turn to be able to move it anywhere. Um. Deal. Okay. The, the mech is have up. Chain move over to me. That's right. Oh, right. That's right. Chain was was helping. Uh, chains it chains in the cart with Crag. Oh, you're not going to uh, try to push it down. Kind of okay. rolls rolls over and and gets next to you. Yeah, I just want him standing next to me in case this thing attacks. Yeah, easy enough. Um, the mech uses its arms and stands up oh, almost no. fully. It's kind of like hunched down still. Yeah. Uh, and you see it just kind of like turn back and forth. And is going to swing wildly. Oh, God. Uh, we'll say, what is it? It's, it's the cart. My cart. The three of you. Not my buttercup. Some soldiers. Some other soldiers. Julia. And then where her tent was. Is, is the six places that it might hit. If it swings at us, uh, we'll have. Uh, Chain uses reaction to 
give it disadvantage. Gotcha. No worries. It swings at Julia. Uh, and just two hands come smashing down on, uh, on Julia's, uh, cart. You see, uh, scraps of metal just fling off of this thing. Um, it, it kind of bounces off of the main form, but her additions that she's added, uh, you see some of that just gets thrashed. Uh, the soldiers, uh, are going to try and pull it away. They've got some ropes on it and they're actually kind of like, as it smashes down, it has to like, it stumbles backwards as they pull on the, uh, ropes and are able to kind of stagger it a little bit, uh, as it kind of whips around, uh, Sasha and Gordon, you see them just booking it. They're, they're you know, a full full move and dash away at this point. Their cart's ready. They don't want to be a part of this. Crag uh, looks down at you and looks down at the three three of you and says, what do you want me to do? Get to safety? Far enough Can away. Can do. Gallandale, let's go. Grab and, the barrel. Uh, <laughs> Gallandale just whips it and uh, they, they start heading off. Well, sorry, I missed something you said, Ball. Milo? I just said grab the barrel, but if they reacted to that first, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, with that, you know, he, he kind of like kicks the barrel off and it tumbles down. You know, it's it's a sturdy barrel. It doesn't break. And so you have, have access to it. Uh, but your stuff and your NPCs head off uh, into the desert. I, I, damn it. I wanted to I wanted to get in that fucking UFO. Uh, that one. That one's still around. Oh, that cart is not being. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. That's that's the one that that they were in. Uh, that's the one that they were Dang it. heading out in. Uh, Julia is okay. Uh, you see her kind of uh, cast some some spells, and you see some of the the stuff that she was working on. Some of the hoses like reattach themselves. Uh, she does an, a, a little a, a little repair or a little magical repair work uh, and just yells out, we're good to go. Come on. Uh, riff and ball. You guys uh, now, uh, the power's in your hands. What do you do? And you go first. Julia, when you say we're good to go, come on, what do you mean by that? Put me on top of that thing or else we, it's going to be it's going to destroy everything. Gotcha. You're you'll form the head. All right. Gosh darn it! Because I, I wanted to, I wanted to get in that UFO and like battery. You go for it. I mean, the cart's going away already, so it's like I'd have it's to fully chase. charged and ready for somebody to fly it. <laughs> right? How long would it take me to catch the cart? I would say that if you if you wanted to use this turn, you could get into it. Uh, you could have have been going with the cart. You can get in into into the contraption itself. Then that's a you're not going to be able to do anything after do. that. Uh, so I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm in there, flipping switches, getting that thing ready to go. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what what you do is is kind of when Craig asks what what to do, um, you kind of just grab his his hand and get pulled into the back of the cart. Tell Gallandale to go as you start hopping into that thing, pulling the thing down, flipping switches, getting ready to you know. Uh, do some UFO stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ball, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I want to use the big hand to put it up on the robot. All right. Uh, yeah, it kind of has its back turned to you now. I'm the big hand to put the thing. 
Uh, yeah, it's got its, its back turned to you as it's trying to like attack the things that are pulling it. Uh, you lift up this giant mechanical head and get it near where the top of this head thi- thing is. Uh, and you see kind of some machinery bits come down, some gaskets released, some pressure was on there. And these odd tubes just start finding their way into the where this thing's neck was. Uh, they push away some of the mechanical bits that were there before. And once enough of them are in, it just clamps onto it. And you hear this. And the whole thing kind of stiffens up and locks in place. This is usually when the mech has an action. It doesn't do anything. It is locked in place. Mm. The uh, soldiers have like the ropes tight on it and are trying to do something. They're not sure what. They don't want to pull and have it fall on them. They're just holding tight. Uh, Crag and Gallandale are ready. Um, it's Julia's turn. Julia says, thank you. This speeded up my timetable a little bit, but uh, I think this all worked. And you hear this massive sound, like like thunder from a thousand miles away, but also right next to you, as this giant mechanical thing just shrinks and shrinks until it snaps and it's is teleported out of this universe, out of this plane. Like you, you, you recognize this as, as some sort of planar magic, and it just vanishes. Oh no! I wanted to talk to her about something. <laughs> well, I get out of the UFO disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're kind of like you know flipping some of the levers, and you see that thing just go woof. And then and... I just immediately, without breaking thing. Start flipping the levers the other way. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Open up the thing. Get out Brad of it. Gets, gets the uh, whole thing turned around. Um, I will try to stand he- heroically on the back, though. Craig, down to the valley. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, Let's go talk to Mr. Ball. Since he started all of this. Y'all been talking about this science. I didn't know that's what you were doing. No, I don't think any of us knew that that's what we were doing. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the soldiers kind of start picking up the stuff that got got smashed and moved around. Um, you are able to get your cart that was going going back. Uh, Sasha and Gordon booked it. They they have left. It seems. Were they the prisoners? Um, they were key. They were keeping control of the prisoners. They were oh. the soldiers that you had kind of in in charge of that. Um, this the, ordeal the, was, the was just a little rescued. too much for them. Yeah. 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 Uh, cause yeah, they were still, you know, yeah, yeah. they were, yeah. What about um, our prisoners? Did they take off? They took off with the prisoners. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. With the, that, that, that was the cart that was left ready. Right. Right. right uh, right. the, okay. the other one just got the one horse, not quite as quick, but cool. 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 Uh, worked, worked well to haul everything. Um, you know, the commotion kind of quiets down a little bit to the, uh, captain, of the guard, uh, comes over and uh, is just like, well, uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, what? Where did Julia go? 
Where'd her tent go? What what is going on? The only time I've seen the only like recollection I have of something like that is like the only recollection I have of something like this is like this hotel or this bar that we all met in where it could like go to like different places and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that was she's used abilities to teleport before. That's so right. She got us out of maybe the, this is something prison. she's been planning to take this machine and control it somewhere else. Yeah, because she formed the head. Yeah, she seemed to wondering if that was... head was here before. Oh, she she was not very forthcoming with information, so that head could have been just lying on the side somewhere, and she... Well, I mean, she had a UFO a like you. Oh. Control it. Well, no, you she had a what? UFO like you, and then it looks like she modded the UFO to, like, so now she's the brain of, of the operation. She... She actually, you know what? I bet I, I I was the only one allowed to go into the tent. She wouldn't let any of the other soldiers in. Uh, she in one of the corners of her tent, she had a big cloth draped over something. It was ah. about that size. Duh, I I bet you that's what it was. I didn't even think to look underneath the sheet. So she probably took all the stuff, the like all the brain stuff, to attach it. And now she's the brains of the operation. Oh, Mr. Ball. Oh, Shame. Okay. Now Shame she's on science. Causing some kind of havoc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like she probably, yeah, she probably. Well, I guess we learn not to trust past friends. <laughs> or we, no, I don't think that's the lesson that we should have learned here. Maybe patience, uh, Mr. Ball, instead of just like, uh, hey, I'm going to do whatever I want and see what happens. I don't know. Maybe patience is the lesson we should take away from here. Well, she could have been more forthcoming with her ideas and plans and what she had. But why would she? Would you be forthcoming? Maybe I would have changed my ideas. Maybe, maybe would you like if let, let's, let's play role reversal, a bunch of people that you kind of met and helped escape from a prison after however long it's been a year or whatever, just show up in the middle of the desert. Are you going to tell them all of your plans just because you bonded once over escaping from prison? I'm going to tell you, you probably will. Well, yeah, if I was planning on teleporting away with a giant mechanical suit, uh, probably to start some sort of war. Talk, I probably wouldn't want to tell anybody else about that either. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so in I that mean, sense, you're right. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, okay, okay, guys, guys, come on. Sorry, we, sorry, we're getting. We heated. all made mistakes here. You know, this. We'll, we'll chalk this one up. This was a loss. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll take the hey. L. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 go ahead and mark it down. Uh, I'll have to tell, you know, uh, my commander about this. Uh, I <laughs> Tiernan will probably take over this project. Um, let's uh, let's just. Let's just say that Julie was, was she forced our hand on all this? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna write in my report at least. Um, I mean, that's not an incorrect way of wording it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> pretty much, that's well, what went she down. She stole the mechanical. She stole it. Creation that was out here. Yeah, that's what happened. And right, she guys, wasn't here. The soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she wasn't doing science fast enough, so we thought we'd help her. Little did we know, we were hoodwinked. We were bamboozled. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know what? I said that you guys were were consultants and should help, and she said no, and stole the device. She's not even from Musima, so you know, throw her in the fires. Um, 
Man, I wonder if she's somewhere attacking somebody with that giant robot right now. Uh, probably. Uh, I bet. Uh, uh, okay. Um, Gosh darn it. Well, we'll keep a squadron here. I'm going to send a couple of guys back to the outpost. Uh, you got... Oh, that's right. You're still tracking down one of your prisoners. Um, so uh, we'll stay here. Yeah, we got to stay here until Mr. Zaphyrus and Mr. Scory okay. and Mr. Wolf come back. All right. Well, soup will be on tonight. Let's not forget about that. Uh, if you need anything, just let me know. I'm going to be getting some stuff sorted. I'll uh, uh, I'll reach into my bag and like pull out a couple of rations and be like, here, you can add this to whatever the dinner stuff is. It'll be my contribution. Yeah. Thank you much. And uh, I'll go. So yeah, the captain heads over and and starts telling some of the guards what's going on. He starts writing reports, doing paperwork, all the all the stuff he was saying he was going to do. Well, I'll go ahead and investigate around where the machine was, see if any scrap pieces, any I don't know, any glyphs, any like anything any like that was left behind. Pieces fell from the sky from her ship, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're easily enough. You're able to take a look and, and you see there's a number of pieces that were broken off from the mech itself. Uh, when it kind of came up, you saw like its left leg, a large plate fell off from that. Um, the chunks that were kind of pulled away from the neck area. And uh, you see, you know, a, a fair amount of scrap from the the attack that it did on that head unit of Julia's um, taking a look at it. You notice the stuff that Julia was putting together seems to have been made rather quickly uh, in the same kind of design as the stuff that the, the technology that is part of chain uh, some of the same technology that was inside of your UFO inside of that metal, the giant mech, um, the mech itself, uh, the pieces that you see, it's mostly plating. Um, you do see it's a few pieces from where the neck was, and it looks like that, the design of that at least, uh, is a little different. It's an older design, and I would say give me an arcana or investigation check, ball or riff. Um, to just kind of examine the the <clears throat> inner workings from the giant mech itself. He can do that. I'm just going to be trying to like sketch like what the pieces look like. Okay. As yeah, I can, like go enough. through. You know, kind of those neck, oh, the neck uh, guidance. Up, the the plating as well. Yeah. Just because I want to be able to give so some guidance. stuff to tearing in. Yeah. So guidance. Uh, I rolled a one, but I got a four on guidance, and I have a seven uh, for my arcana. So. Or, 12. Uh, 12. <laughs> okay. Um, taking a look, it's the biggest thing that pops out to you is the rune work. And it's different than the stuff that you've seen. Um, the rune work on here, it's got a dwarvish feel to it. Oh, fuck. Uh, where the stuff before was was very much this this ancient arcane alphabet where where these are the same kind of same kind of glyphs same kind of runes that are trying to imbue it with magic um but it's it's got a dwarvish style to it works probably the same um go ahead and that's what you notice i'll start to if i can 
point right. that out to Riff and uh, yeah, yeah, let her know. Dwarven. Yeah, I'll do All some right. rubs on the runes and that sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah, you uh, you are you, the two. You kind of sit down and, and are able to you know pull some of these pieces apart and are starting to make uh, different notes and observations on on the differences between the runes that you found, the runes that you're finding here, and the technology that Julia was working with. Mm. Uh, I think that is where we are going to leave it for today's episode, though. Uh, thank you for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I've been your DM, Alex, and with me has been... Bentley Michaels as Referian Night Meadow. And Milo's Ball. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.